Are you angry? No, really. Has that one person got you fuming? Well, call them out. Now's your chance to tell them. You know what? You just made the list. You just made the list. Here we go. Let us know who's on your list. Call 615-737-1025. You just made the list. Now, on Darren, Donick, and Chase. Hour number three on Fridays is therapy time. I think we need it. <laughs> time for you to release. Release that pent-up whatever, whoever. Tell us what's been bothering you. What was grinding your gears all week? That's all you have to do. 737-1025, the best one. Win a pair of tickets to see the last waltz, an all-star celebration, and a farewell concert at Bridgestone Arena. That'll be Saturday, November 23rd. So just over a month away. A little Saturday night action at the Bridgestone Arena. Very special appearance by Robbie Robertson, Darius Rucker, Michael McDonald, Lou Harris, Vince Gill, Jamie Johnson, star-studded cast. It's going to be a fun night at Bridgestone Arena, and that's what's on the line for the best call here on You Just Made the List. 615-737-1025. You want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, I, I can start. Um, we have a repeat offender that uh, is going on the list. Mm, okay. Um, my dog, Sawyer. Sawyer again? He's on the list. He's going on the list. You just made the list! Uh, so I get... What is he chewed up now? <laughs> We're getting to that. You didn't even tell me this. And I, and, yeah, am oh, I right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I get home last night and... You know, you, you have you ever have moments where you you pull up and like you got to go to the bathroom. You just like you're yeah sure. Right. And so it's like it's got to be a quick entry into the house. And so I open the door. Sawyer's ready to go. He's he I, apparently he's got to do the same thing. He's got to go out. So he blasts out the door, and I'm like, dude, okay, you're gonna have to wait a second. And so he he hangs out. Like I know he's not gonna go anywhere. And I run and I, you know, use the bathroom real quick. And I'm like, all right, I, I'm still in work clothes and uncomfortable shoes. So I'm like, I'm going to just put my chill my chill stuff on and take Sawyer out and let him run and hang out. So I do that and I go and I grab my flip-flops that I just got three weeks ago when I was at the beach. Some Izod flip-flops. Go to put it on and I realize... That it fo- that the strap is broken, and I'm and like, you just bought them, so yeah, you know that's a ago. problem. And I get, I look, go in for further inspection, and I see chew marks. Now here's the thing: how I, old is Sawyer? He's t- he's two. He's two. Isn't he past the chewing that's stage? That's what I thought because he hasn't done this in forever. He's not a puppy anymore. No, he hasn't done this in forever. So I'm like, why did he? You know, and I even put my like just habit from when he was a puppy. I put my shoes up, like I don't leave them just laying around. I just I put them up. So he purposely had to jump up on something and grab. He's them. a destructive force, man. Well, when he gets po'd, he 
does something about it. You just made the list. So Sawyer is on the list, and I showed. Was he it. putting you on the list? I guess I showed it to him, and he just he gave me this just look, like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, you were on the list. I, Apparently, so there wow. you go. Repeat offender. Gosh, Sawyer's making the list a lot these days. My dude, what's why? going on? Ironically, my mine is not about a dog, but it's about really the first part that you brought up. Okay, it, it is. It's happened to me twice this week. It got my attention the first time, and I was like, well, there's Friday. Because usually, like, we talk about that. Life presents a list. It just does. Yes, It's unfortunate, but life just presents someone or something to go on a list, okay? So it happens the first time, and I'm like, that's just unacceptable. And then it happened again yesterday. Which confirmed 100% this was where I was going today at noon. Had physical therapy yesterday for many mm-hmm. after the show. Just like you, you know, there's not, our time is limited. We don't really, it's hard to right. eat, it's hard to go to the bathroom during breaks. I and mean, we don't, we basically are boxed in for four hours. Right. So I leave here, I go to physical therapy place, and it's in a hospital. They have a lot of public restrooms. I'm like, I can get in there real quick and go to the bathroom right. and then hit get some physical therapy. So I go in there, standing up doing my thing. Somebody's in a stall and on the phone and talking as normal as can be. And actually, I think talking loud. <laughs> in the bathroom. In the bathroom, in a public restroom. Just conducting business like they are sitting in their office. And I, it took everything for me to be like, hey, dude, nobody wants to hear your conversation. Right. No How one. How about the other end? How about no one wants to hear your yeah. conversation in the public restroom? Why are you acting like you're in your office with the door shut? Just having a conversation is, like I said, I'm not even sure if he was talking normal. It almost seemed excessive. It was even loud. And that it really irritated me. And it took everything not to say anything, but I didn't. Yeah. But I walked out of there going, that's happened to me now twice in a week. People, put your phone. I. It's one thing to look at it. Right. Kill time. Sure. That's fine. It's another thing to take phone calls or to make phone calls when you're in a public restroom in the stall. Because don't you think the other person is going to hear the background noise and toilets flushing and go like, really, are you talking to me right well, now? Well, clearly, if they're doing that, probably that person or persons, in my case, twice this week, they don't care. And that's my point. They should care. Like, you should care. Okay? Don't do that. Look at it. Look at whatever you want. You can scroll. You can check out whatever you need to check out. Text, whatever. Don't take phone calls or don't make phone calls and sit there and talk on the phone in a public restroom. That. You just made the list. You just made the list. That's what I got. There you go. That's a good one. That's strong. It's. That's what we're looking for it's, on this show. It's easy, honestly. It's easy because when it happens to you, you're like, are you kidding me? 
Are you freaking kidding me? I know. It's I had just, it happen on one of our trips this year in the airport. I'm like, really? That I see that all the time. And it's like, that's even worse because that's a really busy right. restroom, right? You've got lots of people in there, in the public restroom at an airport. Yeah. And if, people just talking away. If yeah, my fo- yeah, yeah, no, we're bored in about 30 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah, well, hey, when I we get there, hey, let's go do... I'm like really, or or it's like, really? hey, hey, uh, uh, let the dog out. Um, you know, I'll be back tonight. Uh, you know, it, it, what do you want to do for dinner? You want pizza? Here's an idea: text, right? Text it. Let's go to. Where is that? Where is Curtis? Bucktown, Buck Nation. Yeah, the Bucks. These the Bucks. That's where the Bucks play. Oh, oh, okay, okay, I got you. I see where I see. Oh, Curtis, okay, I got you. Curtis, what's up? How are y'all doing today? Sorry, um, I was good. confused. I'm like, Bucktown? I was like, <laughs> I've been here 20 no, plus I, years. I've never heard of Bucktown. I didn't even say that, so I was just impressed that he remembered. <laughs> um, we just know. You're a regular now. <laughs> I, I do call in at least once or twice a week. We love um, it. You know... <clears throat> I'm putting the Tennessee Titans organization on my list this week. Last week was the worst sports week I've had in a long time. The Braves lose, the Predators lose, and then we know what happened in London. I don't want to talk about that. Then they bench Mariota two weeks before we get to play the Titans. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, wow. Okay. I I was coming to this game. I have my ticket. That's all I wanted. And now that went down the hill too. Well, you just made the list. Come on, uh, hold on. Uh, that I, I wouldn't. The way this game is, go, the way things are going, who knows? Well, right. We do have a lot of experience with Tannehill. I mean, we have joint practices, and we play the Dolphins like every preseason since I'm pretty sure the beginning of time. It seems like against the Dolphins. Well, so I'm just saying, like Curtis, I get it. It's next week, but you never know. I mean, uh, Tannehill could get hurt or he could be a total, it could be a total flop. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. We don't know how it's going to play out. I mean, I, I would suspect that, yes, next week, Tannehill will be playing against the Bucks, but, you know, I'm not Tannehill's sure. Not that bad. Everyone, you know, I hear a lot of people on here talk about how they're about, not y'all's show in particular, but Jared and the GM and stuff talk about how Tannehill and Mariota's about the same. But, I mean, if you look at Tannehill's career, when he's had decent players, because we know the Dolphins are kind of a dumpster fire organization, but when they've had decent players, Tannehill's been really good. So, if I was y'all, I'd be a little bit excited for the rest of the season. But that's all I had to say, so thanks for taking my call. All right, Curtis, thank you. Have a good weekend. 737-1025-615-737-1025. A slew of phone calls. We'll do nothing but phone calls on the other side. The best one is going to win a really cool prize. So jump in there. Curtis just fell off. That leans, leaves a line available for you to get involved with You Just Made the List. We do that next on ESPN 1025 The Game. Thing when you one thing only when you hear this. Is this show done? No, it's coming back. Curtis Is it really? Back. January. 
Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, the, what the what whole, season is that? 12, maybe? Wow. 11, 12? The, the whole talking on the phone in the bathroom issue just seemed very Larry David-esque. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised there wasn't an episode on that. Maybe you're, coming. You're right. Who knows? We got a pair of tickets on the line to see the last Waltz and All-Star celebration. Farewell concert at Bridgestone Arena on Saturday, November 23rd. Robbie Robertson, Darius Rucker, Michael McDonald, Emmy Lou Harris, Vince Gill, Jamie Johnson, and a whole lot more. We need you to get involved. 615-737-1025. Let's see. Let's go to Joey and Laverne. Joey, you're up next. Who or what is on your list? My tire repairman is on my list. Oh, Okay, do tell. When I when I buy tires, I normally get the extra warranty and the free flat repair. So I take I took my tires in to get rotated and balanced. And I got a call from the tire store and the tire repairman said, "You've got the warranty and we have free flat repair. You've got a nail in two of your tires. Do you want me to fix it?" What was I supposed to say? Right, Not I don't put a yeah, put it put it down the other two so it matches. <laughs> you just made the list. <laughs> okay. To be fair, I think they're asking for your permission, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> so I, that is what most people, if not all, would like to answer. How yeah. did you answer it? I said, yes, fix it. <laughs> I love that because you, you hear of situations or see situations like that all the time. Like like if you see a guy broken down on the side of the road and somebody pulls up and they go, car break down? <laughs> nope. Nope. Just hanging out. Joey, it would have been the best if you would have actually said that to him just to see what their reaction was. I mean, just messing if, around with them, you know? If it ever happens again, I will. That's fantastic. Good stuff. Thanks for the call. You're welcome. No, put two, uh, put two more in so they all match. I got to go deal with that. I have a nail and a tire, but really? I got the the coverage, so they'll they'll fix it. Just like I just him. have to go do it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of a weird ask. Yeah. Hey, you've got nails in your tires, and you've got coverage to get them fixed. You want us to take care of that? Uh, nah. Yeah, well, let's wait. Let's do that another time. Let's go to Ryan. Ryan, who or what is on your list? Who's on my list? Uh, I'm gonna call out the Predators defense. Okay. And I'm gonna call him out. I'm gonna call him out like this: When Peck is in net, other than the one game against the Capitals, they play. They play hard. They play physical. Whenever you see the net, they decide to take the night off. Look against LA. They forgot to come out in the first period. They scored the one goal, and then it was like, okay, let's not play anymore. No Last night, they didn't want to play at all, and then Detroit. Detroit came out and dominated them. I mean, every time it seems like UC's in net, the defense goes, okay, we'll take the night off. UC's in net. And let's just play casual. He can cover us. Whenever Peck is in net, it's like, okay, guys, let's step up. Let's let's do our job tonight. Okay. Uh, you certainly, you know, three starts this year. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, you just made the list. On this road trip, he's right. I mean, they admitted it after the L.A. game. They didn't play the first 40 minutes, and they dug themselves a hole. And last night they got, uh, they got outplayed. Last night, and Peter Laviolette's comments after the game were absolutely that. Like, we didn't deserve anything. Yep. He goes, we got exactly what we deserved. 
Uh, and UC wasn't great, but also if UC didn't have some of the saves that he had, especially in the second period, that game would have been way over. I agree, but there, through his first three games, he has not looked like the same UC Soros. Now, it could be it's just early in the season. He's not playing a lot. You know, who knows what what it is. But I agree with you. I mean, he definitely bailed him out on, on some of those chances. But uh, there is something going on that he just hasn't found his game yet. Yep. 615-737-1025. Let's see. Who or what is on your list? Doug, you're up next. Who or what's hey, on your Dad. list? You know, a lot of things have transpired since last Sunday. You know, the loss, you know, changed quarterbacks. Nobody has hope. You know, by the way, tickets went down for groups of four. You can get them for a little or nothing. So I'm all about a bargain. So I said, hey, i got a group of four. You can buy them. And I'm thinking, you know, it hadn't been a while. Everything's lined up, 3 o'clock. You know, I've got kids that's never been. So, you know, again, being about a bargain, I go look for jerseys of what they want to wear to the game. So I'm at a sports store, been to two or three, frequenting the clearance rack as I always do, and they want a Bayard and they want a Henry uh, jersey. So I'm looking, looking, looking. The salesperson comes over and he says, uh, "Found what you're looking for?" I said, "Just looking for a bargain." He hands me a number eight, and I said, "Is it on clearance?" He said, "Nope." I said, "What am I going to do with that?" So the salesperson trying to sell me a number eight Mariota jersey, and I'm looking for a bargain on clearance. Mark, they own clearance. I said, are you going to mark them down? He said, no, I had nothing, nothing to do with it. Wow. You just made the list. <laughs> you made the list. Why are you selling me a jersey that the guy's not even a starter? No, by the way, I didn't see number 17s in mass production either. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Doug. My guess is they're on sale today. Or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, don't know. I'd love to know the number of Titans jerseys. In general, just being well, sold right now. Well, it's funny because a couple of, well, let's say it was probably probably six weeks ago, I was in a store. Yeah, it was probably about a month and a half ago. And I saw a lot of PK jerseys. On clearance? And they made a lot of PK jerseys because they sold a lot of PK jerseys. I wonder what how they do. What do they do with well, all they, the... I mean, I they have them in the Preds Pro Shop at, at the arena. And on the clearance rack, I was like, "Oh, hey, clearance jerseys, PK, 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 PK." Yeah, I mean, you ha- I mean, I get it. Like, but I mean, think about how many they made, and then when that happens, mm-hmm. I was like, "What do you do with all these all these jerseys?" Well, you just- hope they have another number seventy six, and you just take the nameplate <laughs> off. Uh, like, see the Titans. It was easy for a while because you kept changing ten, so you went from Young to Locker. Yeah, you just had to change the name, right? Let's go to Brian. Brian, who or what is on your list? Yeah, so I was at Costco the other day, and I pull in, and this guy in front of me gets out of his truck and randomly pulls out a cage with a possum in it and decides to let this possum go in the middle of the Costco parking lot. Now, I'm not no defender of possums, but I just thought that guy should be on the list for just putting that thing out there in the in the middle of the Costco parking lot. Like he You just made the list. Caught it at his house and he decided to set it free at Costco? Yeah, it was the most random thing I've ever seen. I took a picture of it and I was like I texted my wife and I was like, some guy just dumped a possum out of the back of his truck out of a cage at the Costco parking lot. It was the weirdest thing I've seen in a long time. Hmm. So I, you don't think the possum like asked to hey, can you give me a lift to Costco? No, no, no. I think he I think he probably caught it at home. And then got to Costco and goes, oh, crap, I forgot this thing's in the back of my truck. I'm going to let it out of here. Gosh. 
Yeah, he deserves to go on the list. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's what a weird story. There's a lot of weird people. There, <laughs> there's a lot of weird people. That's an understatement. Let's go to. Oh, darn it! We still got that caged possum. We got under the house. We're at Costco. I mean, you know, hey, let's get rid of him here. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are some. Like, that's, honestly, that's the best way to put it. There like, are some just, weird people. Just think in the about that. I don't care what what Costco you're at. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a certain area of town or what. Just to think that you're just going to in a public parking lot. It's <laughs> usually a pretty big go. place, and you're just gonna let it go here. Like what? What do you number thinking? one? Number one. Like does it does it ever register? Like oh crap, he's still back there. We got to hit the you know some rural place. Yeah. After here, like I, I got to make sure that's the next stop. Like that never registered. It's just like, oh crap! All right, just release. Just let me just let him out here. Because number one, number one. Thank you. You're releasing him in a public place, like in a parking lot with everybody around, and it's you know I get uh, the daytime. I mean, it, possums aren't the cleanest, so that's already a bad idea. Number two, you're number two is your. <laughs> You're sentencing the poor thing to death because he's probably going to run out in the middle of the road. Get run over. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. There's no number three. Number three. (laughs) By the way, Jags coach Doug Marone says he thinks Nick Foles, going back to something you said earlier, will be able to return to practice next week. How about that? Which keeps him on track. Oh, but he's not hes not able to return. It looks like he's not able to return for another month. But I guess they're going to start pra- – he's going to be start practicing soon. And it looks like the results for Patrick Mahomes is on the good side. Very good. But uh, it's going to be sooner rather than later. Let's get one more in here. Who is that? Tony? Tony, who or what's on your list? i tell you what's on my list, guys. You put uh, your ticket – you're going to say your ticket for a football game – any game, and in my case, Venable tickets. And you get replies back. You throw a price out there. You tell them what you're selling. They reply back, that's a good deal. I wish I could go. I can't go because such a... Why are you even replying back? (laughs) There's no reason to reply back to me if you can't go. You just made the list. Don't be that guy and don't get on there and do that. You just made the list. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you, Tony. You okay. just made Good the way. list. You know what? The, the reason I'm laughing is because I do see that all the time, right? Like you see somebody on Facebook, hey, I got tickets, uh, you know, for this or whatever, and they're they they're selling them, or or even if they're giving them away, whatever. It doesn't it both apply? And you see all these replies of people, oh man, I wish I could go, but I can't. It's like, then don't well, reply. Right, then why are you re- replying? Just tell. Tell me, oh, that's that great. does nothing. Like, does, right, you're not helping. That doesn't anything. help the situation. Like what? What does that? What are you doing? Just by saying, oh, that's great. Oh man, I'd love to. Yeah, but I can't. Okay, okay. Well, I, that's great, but I'm trying to get rid of these. Either I'm selling them or I'm giving them away. I don't really need you to tell me you you would if you could. I'm trying to get rid of right. them. Right. So yeah, just maybe you're re- just you're just, just junking up the just, inbox. Right. Just point. maybe reply to me when you could actually use them or you'll buy them or whatever. Right. Like, I don't need to know what you're doing that night. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. 
I see. I do see that all the time. I'm like, yeah, I do too. I feel like Tony. I'm like, why are these people telling this person? Oh man, yeah, I'd love would love to, but but I can't. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for your reply. Thanks. Good, like, to, good to know. Yeah, that's great. Enjoy, you know, whatever you're doing. Enjoy the movies. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. We'll get a winner, and uh, we'll come back. Don't forget, pick six at 1 o'clock. More Darren, Donick, and Chase next. Redditors three on two to the right side, Benino. Benino, a shot stopped, and the rebound was cleared off the quarter board and back up the right wing side. Brought in by Clayton Keller. Gives it off to Kessel, and he scores. Kessel walks into a quiet area, high in the slot, and sends it past UC Saros for a three-goal Arizona lead. Who let the dogs out? Remember when you couldn't get away from this song? Yeah. Predators three on two. Oh, you wanted just we, you wanted us to hear it again. Was that planned? That wasn't planned. Yeah, I do remember. I actually had what's it? What's the name of the group that did it? The Baja Men. The Baja Men. Yeah, that's right. I had the CD, and it had like six versions of that song on mm-hmm. it, which would probably Are you have in there one hit wonder. Yeah, that probably would have been. Seventh grade for me, something like that. So yeah, scary moment one. last night in the game. By the way, yeah, absolutely. Um, Jordan Osterley, seventeen seconds into the game, he's their leading shot blocker for the Coyotes. So he's a guy that, unfortunately, is. Used to having pucks go off his body, but certainly not in the fashion they did last night. It was Ryan Ellis, like I said, 17 seconds into the game, and he's battling down low. Was it with Watson? I don't remember exactly who it was with. Was it, I think it was Watson. I think that's right. And Ellis had a shot from the point. And, he, you know, he's battling with somebody. He's battling with Watson, and he's aware of a shot, and he sees that it Looks like it's getting him right in the face. And so he turns his head and hits him in the back of the head. Really, really scary. And he dropped immediately. Game was delayed while they attended to him. And that's always the scary part of, you know, the game when stuff like that happens. I mean. Right, which is, it's, you never want to see it. It's a part of it. It can happen. You know the risk. But definitely scary, and it makes you sit there and sit still and hope that everything's okay. Now, last night after the game, Rick Tockett was asked about the condition of Jordan Osterley, and he said that he saw him in between periods. He said he was pretty dizzy, took one off the back of the head, got a bunch of stitches. He went to the hospital to get scanned. And you know, he says, you know, obviously that's precautionary. This is Rick Tockett. Hopefully, other than he's a little dizzy, he's back. But, yeah, it was a scary moment for us. That is Coyotes head coach Rick Tockett. I have not seen anything today, so I don't have an update on him. But, uh, yeah, that was just a scary moment to start the game. But uh, hopefully he is okay. But just did not go well. It has not gone well for whatever reason. Out in Glendale, last seven trips, Predators are 1-6. and 
out in Glendale. That's and, one of those things you just cannot cannot explain. Just like the Red Wings record with Peter yeah. Laviolette. Mm-mm. No, because one, it's really it doesn't really matter in the big picture because this is this is what I would counter with when people get so upset over that. Okay, so it's let's say that record was against Boston and Tampa. Does that does that make you feel better? Right, not really. It's the same thing. Yeah. Okay, so you just want better teams. I get it. It's it's perplexing because Detroit and and Arizona haven't been great in that window. So I I, I understand it's head scratchy. Okay, okay, let's take away those two teams and let's say it's like I said, Boston and Tampa. Does that make everybody feel better? It's still the same losses. It doesn't change anything. It's not like that, those games changed their fortunes. They they won the division back to back years. They won a president's trophy. They went to the Stanley Cup final. That's all in this window that we're talking about. I understand it's a conversation piece, and I understand that it's a fact. The fact is they've been awful out in Glendale, and for whatever reason, they cannot beat the Red Wings under Peter Laviolette. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. What is the record? Like 1-11? For the Red Wings, yeah. 1-10, 1-11, something like that? I think it's 1-11. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's perplexing. It makes zero sense, and it is a fact. But as I say to people who get so upset over that, what difference does it make? Okay, let's insert Toronto and Vegas. Everybody feel better now? Nope. Oh, well, it's good teams. Okay, so nope. Still you, the you same gotta, thing. You want to get to where you want to go, you gotta beat you gotta you gotta beat everybody. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's just so, kinda how it is. Okay, so let's insert two other names. Is it does it make everybody feel better if they just let's insert better teams? Now, I think some of it with isn't with, it a pretty good a thing that we're not talking about. That's the record against really good teams, right? Which means about, they've had success, right? right? But it goes back to something that we've discussed before. When you play a team like Detroit or Arizona last night, now I I think Arizona is definitely on their way up they're they're trending in the right direction i'll just tell you right now i think they're they're decent i think they're i think they have a real shot at being a playoff team Uh, i I I really do and i don't and you could say well wow what a limb darren who yeah they they hung around all last year okay how about i say this i'm just gonna go on and say it coyotes make the playoffs yeah i i don't how about i say that i won't argue with that feel better i mean is that is that more out there okay i'll say it sure in october and and I'm not basing this off last night, but I am basing it a little bit off last night because of what I saw. And do I think Darcy Kemper is going to keep everybody two goals or less the rest of the year? No. Do I think that they will they will lead the league in goals against? I don't know. Maybe. Right. Maybe they have figured out a system that's going to work for an entire 82 games. I do think they have defensive structure that they'll stick with and will have success with. They add Phil Kessel. They've got some really good young players. Uh, I just like the way they're built. They've got a good coaching staff. Yeah, I'm willing to go on and say it. I think the Coyotes are going to go to the playoffs. Look, I, I don't. I don't think that you're too off base. Uh, I think I like the makeup of that team right now. They have they're a young team, but with some veterans sprinkled in there. I think Rick Tockett's a pretty good coach. There's a reason, and they've added Phil Housley to help is you know with them so i i don't think you're off base with that i i think the reason people bring up the record against arizona in this window and detroit in this window is because they're you know we've talked about before of sometimes 
playing down to your competition. And, and I think that that is a concern of sometimes that you go into a game and it's like, all right, the, the Preds should handle this team. This isn't a very good team. And then they lose because they don't play their best game. Well, in in our minds, it's, well, you should play your best game against the worst teams. I understand. But, but once again, I'll counter with this. And I understand both sides. Just That's the disclaimer. I get it. But if they beat Arizona last night and lost in Vegas on Tuesday night to a very good goal, right? Do we all agree? Yeah. Everybody out there, listen. We all agree? Shake your head. Yes. Yeah. Golden Knights are good, right? Yeah. I, I think they're going to win that division in the Pacific. I, I think I they are you. very good. So they lose in Vegas, beat Arizona. Lose to the Capitals here, but beat L.A. So I've just played that scenario. Mm-hmm. Do you know what their their record is now? It's the same. It's the same. It's the same record. But that you've they have lost right to now. good teams, right? So does that? So no. What does that make them? In in my mind, it's does like, that oh. make them better, worse, the same? They lost to the Capitals in Vegas, two good teams, and beat two lesser teams like right. L A. Definitely, L A. is not a playoff right. team. Arizona, I believe, is going to I, – I believe they're going to get I, – I believe in them. Yeah. Like, I see them, and I think they got something going on there. Like, I, I think Arizona could stick around all year. So what does that mean? Yeah, it just – They beat bad? So should we look at it as that they're less? Yeah, but they beat Arizona and L.A. Yeah. They, they played the good teams. They lost to Vegas. So, so That's the point you is be the narrative changes. Yeah. Is it any better? No. It, it, that's when you should they, be concerned. Then you could have people going, well, yeah, but look who they beat. I mean, they play the good teams and they lose. Right. They're they're beating the good teams. It's just you would like to see them clean some of this up. But I think a game like last night, you know, let's see what they look like on, on Saturday against Florida because I think you lose a game like that, that's, that's a message. And Peter Laviolette not happy after the game and saying they didn't deserve anything. So that gets you fired up to come back and – be in your home, you know, your home barn and try and beat Florida on Saturday. Well, quite honestly, they need to respond like they did after LA. Yep. I right? agree. I agree. Come out with a decisive win over Vegas where they were the better team and yep, they didn't get anything going last night in Glendale. And so, you know, you turn that around tomorrow night. You're at home, it's Saturday night in Smashville. It's a Panthers team that has obviously made some good additions in the offseason, Sergey Bobrovsky is their goaltender, Joe Quinville, is quite the coach. He's on their bench as their head coach. Mm-hmm. They're improved. Everybody yeah. believes they're much improved. And it'll take time. By the way, Florida plays tonight. See, that's an opportunity. They play at home. And then come up here. Yeah. They play Colorado tonight. Down in and Sunrise. that's not going to be easy. That's so they play Colorado tonight in Sunrise, and then they're going to play here tomorrow night. So the point is, then you come out in tomorrow night, and you, you, you take care of business. I'm just saying, I understand it, but don't get caught up in all that. Like, I've had several people reach out to me, and they're just like, I just don't get it. And it's like, okay, none of us do. But what did it change? I just gave you the other scenario, and you know what? The record is the same. The points are the same. It didn't change anything. Yeah, and and Florida is, you know, a 500 team right now. Colorado has not lost a game in regulation. So they're 5-0-1. To start the season leading the Central Division, you think Florida's going to have a test tonight and then come off of that and have to play Nashville tomorrow? You have to capitalize on that opportunity. So that's what the Predators should be focused on now. Yep, and we will focus on coming back and wrapping up hour number three of Darren, Don, and Chase next.
Speaking of the Predators, they're on their way back from Glendale, Arizona. They stayed over after the game last night, so they are in the air and headed back. Be back here shortly. Did you know an estimated 1.2 million people right here in the U.S. are living with or in remission from a blood cancer? Join ESPN in the game Nashville for Light the Night Walk. That'll be at Nissan Stadium on Friday, November 1st. You could be the difference in saving a life by being a part of the 2019 Light the Night Walk. For more details or to be a part of the event or just contribute, visit lightthenight.org slash events slash Nashville. Once again, that website, lightthenight.org slash events slash Nashville. Hope a lot of you get out there and be a part of a worthy cause. I was reading this. You know, we were talking about this earlier, and I was just reading this for the first time during the break because somebody uh, here in the building sent it to me, and Drew, thanks for sending that. It's on Pro Football Talk. Have you seen this? This was posted a couple hours ago from Mike Florio. I have not. The headlines, of course, this may change because now the news has come out about Patrick Mahomes, and the MRI has said, hey, Best case scenario is really how it's played out. So right. I don't know what that means if he'll be available in three weeks here against the Titans or not. I don't know. That may still be a little aggressive on his return, but nonetheless, it's not season ending. It's not the worst case scenario. But Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk, the heading says, Should the Chiefs trade for Marcus Mariota? Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Going to what we were talking about earlier. Matt Moore is the next man up for the Chiefs. And it said, but if Mahomes will miss significant time, they I guess they were threw out some options last night on Pro Football Talk and let people sleep on it overnight. And one of those options was, what about Mariota? He's been benched by the Titans. It looks like his future is over. I'm reading yeah. the I'm reading the article. It looks like his future is over in Tennessee. He'll be a free agent. The Titans would get a compensatory draft pick for him in 2021. And they're going to move on from his $20.8 million salary and get a draft pick. So they get it in 2021, not 2020? It says the Titans would get a compensatory draft pick for him in 2021, or they could dump the balance of his $20.8 million salary and get a draft pick in 2020. Okay, so it's saying... If you trade, obviously now, you're going to get that a draft change, pick. That changes that changes the whole conversation in my mind because we it's, agree that this team is in it's in win now mode. You can't go back. I mean, you're, they're going to have to start over at quarterback. We already know that. But if you can get a decent draft pick for this draft that could help you next season, once again, what's decent? That's well, what we talked about. What's compensatory? What's it going to be? And what's decent? What, tell me what decent is. A fourth. Would you take a fourth? If Kansas City called and said, here's a fourth and we'll throw in Matt Moore. <laughs> like, well, they're not going to do that. No, I know. They're not going to do that. Here's a fourth. I I mean, I, I, once you get past fourth, then I'm like, eh. Because I don't know what the compensatory pick would be. Would you? Take a fourth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would take a fourth. You're just simply going on the premise, it's over. You're going yep. to lose him. Right, so get something for him. Now, now you are going to get something for him. The, right, in 2021. 
But we don't know what that is. We don't know what that is, and we don't know what this team's going to look like in 2021. So I, I kind of feel like you have to you have to go after it and look at it as you got to make this better next year. Because if you're John Robinson and you're Mike Vrabel, the organization's going to say, okay, all right, we're going to let you go get a new quarterback, but we can't be having two, three-win seasons. We gotta we gotta keep this thing going in the right direction. Like you all right, we did everything we could for Marcus, but now we gotta start with a new quarterback, but you you need to do and that's where you draft one and then either you sign Tannehill as your as your stopgap or somebody else that's available. It looks like the premise of this was like I said, this was put out a couple of hours ago. This was going on. MRI results are not back yet. Yep. Let's basically paint the worst case scenario let's paint the bad picture right he's done or he basically is going to miss the rest of the regular season could be available for the playoffs that has not been the case so it's probably all for not now yeah now that the news has just come out and said hey hold on it's not as bad as everybody right. suspected it's air quotes best case scenario so I'll spin it like this, just so on trades in general, because you've seen the chatter on Twitter that, that the Dolphins, the fire sale continues, and they're looking to trade Kenyon Drake, what, what, and the, and the Titans ask, have been mentioned okay, with but that. But let me ask you something. What, what does that do for them? For the Titans? Yeah. I I mean, it's it's clearly because Deion Lewis has not been what they want to do. You're paying Deion Lewis $5 million a year. I understand. I understand. I, I'm not saying that I would do it, that I necessarily agree with it. Now you're going to put the the two Bama running backs back together and all that, but I, I it's out there. Is it, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because it's out there, and I'm asking you, do you? Because I asked Jim White this, do you think John Robinson makes a? I'm not going to say a blockbuster trade like Jalen Ramsey, but makes a significant trade before the deadline to try and improve this offense because I don't see him do anything on defense doesn't need to I guess what I'm getting at is why why is that out there why what what does that do for the Titans I mean is Kenyon Drake not don't you think he's probably better than Deion Lewis okay but once again then this is yet again another bad thing for the general manager that's a general manager signing right it's that's a bad free agent signing and you've already You've already admitted. You're you're admitting that was bad. But at this that, that was point, a Darren, at the, at this point, yeah, he's admitting it. But does he really have a choice? He's got to fix this. He's got to do. He's got to try and salvage Drake, this season. What is Drake going to do? Honestly, well, I don't, does he does he win them a game? I don't know. Does he win I, them games? That, that I'm not sure of. Just going on the fact that maybe he compliments Derrick Henry because of their history together. I don't know. But is he an upgrade over Deion Lewis? It's a it's a valid question, but it's out there, and I'm curious, like you are, of why it's out there and why, you know, I know the Dolphins are just trying to trade everyone. Right. But I'm just curious, if it's not Kenyon Drake, is it someone else? Does John Robinson try and get something off the trade market before the deadline on October 29th? Because we've seen it. We've seen it over the last few years that the trades have been – have been happening more in season, not to the extent of other sports, but they definitely have. There have been more of them. 
I just I don't know. Other than the general manager making that trade, admitting when he makes the trade, yeah, I goofed on Deion Lewis. So here's Kenyon Drake. And look, I so goofed. we gave Deion Lewis five million a year, and now we're going to give up something to get something on the goof. Yeah, I, to fix I, the goof. When when they went into that free agency class, I said the Titans need to sign Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis needs to be a Tennessee Titan, and it hasn't worked. So I was wrong on that too. Kenyon Drake hasn't exactly been great for no, Miami. No, he has maybe, yeah, maybe you blame that on the organization. I don't know. A bad football team. I don't know. But there's nothing really that great about Kenyon Drake. No. Not at all. He's a third-round pick. I mean, what's Miami want for him? What are you giving up for him? For Kenyon Drake? I don't know. It, it, I'm, not giving, I'm not giving anything above – a fifth. Yeah, I just don't see that one. I mean, and you just signed, you just signed two running backs, which I know that can change easily. But clearly, he's doing something with the running back position. There, there have been talks somewhere about the running back position outside of Derrick Henry. We'll come back final hour. We kick it off with pick six. That's next.